Hello. Hey, she just <laughs> called me a bitch and I just Well, like, because she's so spicy. Yeah, sometimes, but you know, like. Not gotta, sometimes, all the time. Boy, that's what she liked about me in the first place. <laughs> that's why I regret. <laughs> How are you? Like, oh, you asked me today. How have you been? Well, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> Did I actually, can I tell you something? Did I ever tell you that in my heyday I wanted to be a rapper? Did you? Yeah. Can I spit some bars? Some of it is inappropriate. Okay. But I can do like, it's me, Maddie. I'm a hardcore MC. What are you going to do about me? Wow. Do you like it? Yeah, I do like it. I yeah. do like it. I didn't, I didn't like the, the body language you gave with it, but I did appreciate the rap itself. What, what's wrong with my body language? I don't know. You were just trying to, it like looked like you were trying to be cool. <laughs> I am cool. <laughs> my best friend and I, like, well, she would disagree with this. She recorded me and she always told me I was amazing and I should have been a rapper. Yeah, maybe she's she, like, weren't rapper. being filmed. <laughs> I'm joking. How are you, Sarah? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm getting really busy at work, which is a good thing mm. because I had a moment where I wasn't that busy and then I was, like, obviously paranoid about, oh, my God, is everything going to be okay? Do they want me? It's so hard coming back yeah. from maternity leave. Very challenging. Um, but no, it's good. It's good. Um, I'm feeling in a good place with my partner. Oof. We're in love again. Hey. hey. We're not going to get a divorce. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you and your relationship? Do you know what? We're actually in the best place we've ever been. Ever. <laughs> don't want you to know laughing. <laughs> ever in the whole time we've been going out. No, um, we went on holiday and we only fought like once. That's amazing. Yeah. Because the last the holiday year, was one day. No, I'm <laughs> last year we were on a holiday. We fought a lot, but this time we even like held hands. Oh, we cute! Love hanging together. Oh um, my gosh! And I think he was saying to me like, "Wow, we're we we're like the most kind of team like that we've ever been." Don't pout. I'm me. crying. <laughs> she really likes him. I don't know why. I do. I think he's such a lovely individual. <laughs> He keeps, but in that argument, it was so funny. He was like, "Yeah, you always diss me to everyone. You diss me on your podcast." And I was like, "You haven't even listened to the podcast. Like, how did you, <laughs> I diss you?" He's like, "I bet you diss me though." And I was like, "Well, listen first." And He's then, right. <laughs> I don't diss you though. <laughs> I like you. But it's um, it really surprised me how bumpy is that even enough of a word to describe like what the heck happened to our relationship? Yeah. It's like the worst roller coaster ride ever. Yeah. We went from being what I would say quite secure, in love, um, having sex all the time, to like I hated him. I divorced him multiple times. Um, we sp- <laughs> separated multiple times. You know, we only just started recently kind of having sex again, which I know we're going to talk more in another episode about. But um, it's... It's not even the physical intimacy, but there was, for a long time, there was no emotional intimacy. You know, I just didn't have time for him. Yeah. And do you think that was just, was it mainly resentment, do you think? I think it was a lot of resentment, a lot of um, kind of not understanding, like, why is he not finding it hard? Like, I'm finding it really hard. Why isn't he finding, or, you know, why does he not, do as much as me or I'm doing everything he's not doing anything um he's the reason why I'm in this place he got me pregnant he married me now I'm trapped forever lots and lots of thoughts like that um but also feeling like 
I've got a needy baby that's on me all of the time, that wants my attention all of the time. And you're trying to talk to me about pots and pans and as the shops. Like, can you fucking not? You know, like how like I've all you know, I just stop needing me. <laughs> you know, and he would say, Oh, you don't even look at me when you talk to me. Well, no, because I don't have time for you. <laughs> um, but now I look back and after some of the conversations that we've had talking about like our relationship I realized that wow like it was really hard for him as well um because he lost his wife mm. like completely lost his wife and yeah. lost his friend yeah yeah and you're you're kind of like a partnership before right yeah. like you you guys did so much together we you traveled so around together, together. Yeah. you you know went to events <laughs> together spent time together yeah. like yeah I, I had a similar kind of feeling towards my partner my husband um we you know we've been together for such a long time um and then lockdown happened and then that was probably the most because we're quite independent people of each other but mm. we always found a way to do things together and be together um but we really kind of lived separate lives and then lockdown happened and then we were obviously like there and like relearning how to kind of understand each other um and what it is we like and what we don't like and then we got to having the baby and then once the baby was there I was like this is not for me. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't like you at all. Yeah. I'm angry at you every day. I look at you and I'm tired and I want you to just go away because yeah. you're not being helpful. Yeah. But he was being helpful. And I think that, but I couldn't get to the point where I understood that. Mm. Like I just found everything he did would get on my nerves. Yeah. Like there was like nothing he could do, even if it was doing something really nice that would make me feel mm. like mm. appreciated mm. enough. Mm. Um, That's what my partner would say as well. It's like, I can't ever win because if I do this, you're not happy. And if I do that, you're not happy. But it just, for me, it felt like he couldn't make me happy because I was so deeply unhappy and I blamed him for all of my unhappiness. Mm. And I resented him because I felt like in the beginning, you know, I did all the nights and, we set it up in that way and I I and then it really impacted me and impacted my mental health and I blamed him for that you know and, and I couldn't forgive him for months and months and months you know um and it's it's so funny because I feel like it's it's is it even really possible to feel like it's a 50 50 thing like I feel like is I don't think there's ever a time when I'm not going to feel I'm going to feel like no, I'm not going to feel like I'm doing everything and he's not going to feel like he's doing everything. Mm. You know, like, can that exist? Like, who's who Who needs you meet first? Yeah, I think it just manifests, manifests in different ways because, like, at that moment when I was on maternity leave, it's not like my partner was sat next to me all the time not doing anything. My partner was going to work every day mm. and, you know, being the breadwinner and doing that while I was off for a year. And it's not off, sorry. Off is the wrong term to yeah. use. I was definitely not <laughs> off. I was working a different full-time job. One that's actually probably harder than most jobs out there. Um, but his structure stayed the same. And I think that that's what I was resentful of as well. Is that to the best of my ability, I was trying to have a structure with baby. But that wasn't working. Um, and so therefore, my structure and everything that I knew was completely blown out the window. So I was resentful for the fact that he got to remain the same, even though he then had this other 
situation in his life, his baby mm. as well. But he, his life didn't look like my life. He still got to go to work and he still got to meet up with his friends and he still yeah. got to sort of shower and eat lunch and, yeah. you know, have coffee and feel nice in his work clothes while you're sort of like on the floor. <laughs> like shaking, looking like, you know, like Gollum from the Lord <laughs> of the Rings or something. Like Wondering just, what the heck happened to you. Sometimes like I'd open the door to the, to the mailman and I'd be like, don't look at me like I just like look like a really like a shell of myself this kind of like frail exhausted bags under my eyes I was definitely not washing my hair for long periods of time because there was no time who had time for that um but yeah it just um it, it was a really hard thing to kind of get past I respect people for you know thinking that having a baby to save the marriage is what's gonna help because I can't really see a way around it because we came from a very strong foundation and it got to a point where I was like not that I thought I could be better on my own Mm. because I still needed support but I just didn't need support where he existed in the house Mm. (laughs) if that makes sense listen I thought right and still sometimes think that the best way is if I split up with my husband I get at least two nights off every week (laughs) if we do like and if we do 50 50 custody that's like four to three nights three to four (laughs) nights now imagine that life wouldn't that be nice and sometimes i still and he's like but i don't understand surely like being with me is more supportive than being without me Uh, no (laughs) not if we can do 50 50 custody yeah it just it affects everything to be honest like relationships even with friends and relationships with like parents and things like that you know me and my mom used to like whatsapp every day and like that's just how we like lived our lives because I live abroad so you know I don't have her here but we whatsapped every day and we facetimed every Sunday for at least an hour and a half and we've got quite a close relationship and like it just meant that you know I was really kind of up to date with what was going on in my mom's then this baby came and I literally like don't even know the last time I WhatsApped with my mom. Like if anything, it's like a short, oh, maybe I'll have five minutes to talk here and there or like on my way to go pick up baby from nursery. I'll like might be able to FaceTime with you for like 10 minutes and then like move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was it, it really just affected kind of how I was with my best friend, my mom. Like, you know, but then with some relationships, like one of my closest friends, I I'm probably closer to her now more than ever. Like I talk to her every day and she's just kind of that sounding board for me to be like, hold on, this is what I'm feeling right now. And without any judgment. Um, And then there's the relationships of people who just are not on the same page at the moment. And it's not that they don't understand and they just want to see you and they still want to be your friends and be supportive. But, you know, I'm not meaning to blank you and I'm not meaning to mm-hmm. not take the time to respond. My head is just not there. My head is not in trying to maintain my relationships. I want to. And I feel sometimes like I'm in this kind of box and I'm trying to like get out and I'm like screaming or like, you know, when you're like a mime and like a glass box mm-hmm. and I'm trying to like, I'm still me, but I'm not fully me. So I can't, I can't get to that other mm-hmm. side until I've ticked off all these things that I need to do in my own head or whatever agenda I've come up with and that's what's hindering me from being the best version of myself in any of the relationships because I'm resentful then of my friends who are just able to like go and do anything um you know and they 
go out and have a good time and then they wake up the next morning at whatever time they want to wake up and they don't have to Mm. rely on anything. Like I had some girlfriends around the other night for some wine and cheese and it was a really fun evening. Like it was hilarious. Like we just laughed so much. It was like one of those like belly laugh nights, you know, where like everything is funny when it's not even funny, but it just was really good. And we left at 1 a.m. or they all left at 1 a.m. And then baby woke up at 1 a.m. And then I had to comfort her back to sleep. And then I went to bed finally after she got to sleep. And then she was up at six and that was the day. So I was like, get going. I was like, although like, you know, I'm trying to be back to being Mm -hmm. in my relationships and being with my friendships, I'm pushing myself out there to like do that. But then in reality, I'm just going to spend the whole entire day being absolutely exhausted. Yeah. And not being the best version of myself for my baby. So mm-hmm. then I'm messing up that relationship. So then you would have felt like you miss, missed out on your friends by not seeing them that night. Exactly. And it's, it's so many different hats to wear. Yeah. And I think, you know, like during mat leave, I used to think like, why aren't I messaging my friends back? Because often when baby's sleeping, you know, when I'm walking around with him in the sling or in the pram, like I've got my phone. I'm on my phone. But it's that, like you say, the mental capacity like i can scroll youtube and i can scroll you know instagram or whatever but the the idea of like keeping tabs and thinking like oh yes that person messaged me and when i've just given a hundred percent of myself to somebody else i can't even give to my husband so how am i going to give to my friends but it felt like for somebody who really valued that friendship because you know similar to you i don't have siblings and my friends my friendships are my family to then suddenly feeling like so out of the loop and then feeling really guilty and then sort of messaging them and being like, I, you know, I'm re- I'm always thinking of you, but I, it's just so hard to, you know, and then you just kind of feel like you're failing everybody, failing husband, failing baby, failing your friends, failing yourself. And again, it's like, when do I win? When yeah. do I feel like I can have it all? But maybe you just can't and it's really difficult to accept. I just kept feeling like my excuses were just so pathetic. Yeah. I kept thinking like, oh, I'm just like that person who just like can't handle it. Yeah. And that's like not a nice place to feel yeah. like. Because I'm yeah. just like, it's not that I can't handle it. It's just that there's just a shit ton of shit yeah. going on. Well, right? sometimes like, you know, when you want to say like, oh, I can do that night only because, you know, like I have to plan it like a month in advance or like, you know, I, I can only do that time. And I just felt like, can I explain that to people? Will people understand that, you know, now I can't just sort of like say, yeah, like Friday, Thursday, whatever day, you know, yeah, two o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever it is, we can go, we can meet. Now it requires planning and thinking it through. And, you know, if they cancel, like then it's like, oh my yeah. God, like do you not understand how hard it is to get all of this together? Yeah, um, yeah. Like I've got a couple of girlfriends coming to stay from the US and they're coming to stay for a week. And I'm so excited. And like in, in my old world, I'd be out with them every night. But now I'm like actually looking at it and I'm like trying to work at an itinerary that works for for them to have a good time and for them to experience like the best of the city at the same time while I'm still getting my sleep and able to like be the best version of myself mm-hmm. for my child. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's giving me some kind of weird anxiety that I wasn't expecting because I thought, this is all I've been waiting for. I've been yeah. waiting for my friends to come and visit. I've been waiting to have that opportunity to show them, like, this is where I'm living. This is what I'm doing. Mm. Um, then now you're thinking, shit, how am I going to please everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just it's just taking away from 
the things that I used to enjoy, Mm -hmm. which then again is another moment of feeling like, oh, I'm not the best version of myself. I'm not, I'm not me. Yeah. Did you also find like with your friendships or even in your relationship that this kind of weird feeling as well, like when you do finally eventually meet up that all you talk about is baby and then that sort of feeling like, oh God, I've become that kind of person where all I talk about is my baby and, you know, especially if that friend hasn't got a baby, it sort of then feels like how do we find like common ground common or ground again, even though there is obviously loads because you've got a, a friendship prior to having a baby. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a baby and they don't, it's sort of like then how much space do you give if to that change in your life or... it's funny because i try really hard not to talk about baby when i'm out mm. but people want to know about baby which is a really nice position to be in like my friends want to know how she's doing mm. and i'm just like okay let's just like change the subject or like if me and my partner are lucky enough to be able to go out at the same time together i'll like look over and he's had like one or two beers and then all of a sudden he's showing pictures of baby and i'm like oh my god are we that couple because i'm so paranoid about being those people nobody yeah. wants to hang around with because all they talk about is their kids exactly yeah. but it's just like that's the most present thing in our life at mm. the moment and the mo- like the biggest thing that's mm. changed for us mm. and the biggest thing that we have to talk about mm. you know the amount of parties you used to go to where it's like oh what do you do for work oh how was your working day and it's like those conversations were very superficial and probably didn't mean that mm. much anyway mm. but it's just that fear of now like you don't want to come across as that person who's like lost every yeah. cool ounce of their body because mm. you've had a baby and also you don't want to be a burden you know like I remember when I was having some really tough times with my best friend you know she's she's my ride or die she's always going to be there but I would feel really guilty that I felt like I was taking up all this space because I was always talking to her about oh my milk's not coming or my mental health or my relationship's a mess and you know I was always sort of like thinking shit I've not asked her like how are you doing and you know she's got lots going on in her life Mm. in her marriage and you know in in her training but it's sort of like then I just it's that constant like how do I keep up with everything yeah when I kind of can't even remember like what I ate for my dinner last night yeah yeah yeah, no, it's a really hard thing. Like, I read back on text messages with one of my friends the other day, um, and I just was like, it's just been me, 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 me. And I'm like, I've always, like, prided myself in not being a person who just talks about themselves, mm-hmm. like, probably to my hindrance in a lot of my life. But it's just like, oh, woe is me, I'm tired now. Or woe is me, this has kind of gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or... I'm quite frustrated with mm-hmm. this. Or and like, you feel like this you're just really being challenged. negative Nancy. Negative all Nancy. The time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. And also it's like sometimes all I could say was, I hate my life. And then how do you say that to your friends when, you know, like they kind of looking to you because you're married and you've got a baby and they're thinking, Wow, like, okay, this is it, that's the next step. And how do you then break their little heart and say, I fucking hate my life, I'm trapped, you know, I wanna die, which is <laughs> a lot of the feelings yeah. that I was, you know, experiencing. Yeah. Um how do you feel like you got to the point in your relationship that you are at now where you're holding hands again and being <laughs> cute? <laughs> um, I think it was just time. I think it was time. I think it was me seeking help with my mental health. Um, finally, I think it was me finally uh, voicing to him like the truth, you know, because I think before 
when I would voice things, it would be with anger and with hatred and through kind of like arguments. And then I would say, you don't get it. You don't understand. And I think I'm trying to get better at being like, this is what I'm feeling. Um, and I think he also is getting better at sort of not um, feeling like he needs to tell me to be positive because that was a lot of the arguments. I would say, I hate my life. I hate being a mom. And he would just say, it's asleep. You need to be positive. It's just a stage. And I think he found it difficult to accept that I hate it. Like I hate, I hate being a mom. I love my baby, but I hate being a mom. It's not for me. And I think now he's just sort of getting better at saying like, it's okay that you hate it. Um, you're allowed to hate it sometimes, even all the time if you want to. Um, but, but please come, you know, stick with me in thinking like it's not forever. It's mm. going to change. And then I say to him, yeah, well, 17 more years, honey. (laughs) Um, But it took, you know, it's, man, it's not, it it takes a lot of work. And sometimes when you're exhausted, you do revert back to hating each other. Or being like, again, I'm doing more and you're not doing enough. Yeah. You know, and you've got no one else to take it out on. Yeah. You know, Um, and he's, he's kind of like my everything in the sense that we don't have a big family. You know, there's no help. Like, there's no one that watches mm. the baby for us. I don't have a relationship with my parents. If anything, I've hated my mum more mm. after having a baby. Um, So we, we're, like, you know, we're together a lot of the time and we're with baby a lot of the time when he's not in nursery. Yeah. So it's sort of like, I, who else am I going to take out my frustrations Yeah. On? Which is not fair, but, you no, know. No, I mean, it pushes you to that point as yeah. well, though. Like, you know, I have moments where I think... I said to my husband the other day, well, that's been really challenging, like, about just us. And, like, it's only, like, today that I feel really, or, like, this past, mm. like, the beginning of this week where I feel more, like, okay, no, we're in, this is really lovely. This is really, like, we're almost back to where we mm. have been previously. But because I have moments, and I still snap into where I'm, like, okay, like, you didn't get up. Like, you know, this morning, for instance, actually, I don't know why it hasn't affected me more, but this morning, um, it was the second time the baby had woken up in the night and it was like 6am. That's a reasonable time now. You can wake up and go. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, can you do that? Cause I've already been up with her once in the middle of the night. And he just laid there for like five minutes and she's Jeez. crying in the other room. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go and do it. And it's things like that. It's moments where I'm like, I could just be a bit more patient because mm. maybe he does just need his time to just like wake up and do it. But then I get resentful because it feels like there's not the consideration that mm. I might be sitting there waiting for you to go do that mm. so that I can then get those five minutes of yeah. sleep. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's little moments like that, which I don't think are intentional on his mm. part. Mm. And again, I think for most of the, most of the things I've resented him for since having the baby, I don't think that they've been intentional. Mm. I think a lot of it has been like not thinking that, okay, hold on, this is actually an issue or thinking that it is something that's going to affect me in a negative way. Um, And this might be controversial, but I think it it is different for mom and dad. It is. I really do. You know, and if there are dads out there listening, please like get in touch and, um, discuss it with me if you want to but it is very different and I think they struggle to understand that I think well. it's, a, it's the it's you know even what we we're saying on the other episode um is 
even the way you hear baby crying yeah. is different, I think. Um, you know, I, met, I was talking to a friend the other day and she just had a baby recently and she said, I don't understand how he just can't hear her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it, I don't think it's, again, I don't think that they're just like tuning it out. I think mm-hmm. they literally just mm-hmm. hear it in a different way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. pierce their heart in the mm-hmm. same way that mm-hmm. it pierces and the bond is different, you know. I yeah. and I we talked about that. I didn't have that bond that you know is out there in the movies either. But I I remember when my baby was born, my husband held him and he was sort of looking at me, going, "Is this right? Like he hates me, absolutely hates me." And I was like really surprised by that, you know, because he has siblings and I, you know, I haven't. And we always talked about him being the more confident parent. But actually, when it came to it, it was a big thing for him as well. Um, and I think it's difficult for men to say that it's tough or, you know, that they're struggling as a dad. Um, when especially sometimes you see dads kind of out and about and, oh, they're, you know, um, the woman's taking care of everything. And I expect him not to be like that because he's not the babysitter. He is the other parent. Yeah. So I expect him to be a parent with me. And I think sometimes we get sort of in these roles where the expectation lies on me without, without kind of it being like ask like do you want to do that or do you want like for example on holiday you know because of the way that the the room was set up I had to sleep with him well not sleep but I had to be in the room with him and he kind of got to sleep out in the living room and got some sleep in the room with baby I was in the room with baby and so you know it was never like discussed like maybe do you want me to do that or it was just kind of expected of me and then I could feel myself getting angry because I was like can you at least acknowledge that I've Every night on this holiday, every nap time on this holiday, I have done it, you know, and I'm not saying like, I want you to do it. I'm just saying I need more acknowledgement. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm trying to get. But instead of resenting him and throwing stuff at him, <laughs> like I've done in the past, I'm trying to get to the point where I can say, like, can you just say, wow, baby, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Like, and I know he does, but I just need more acknowledgement. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, that, and I... That, I'm doing it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I guess I need to acknowledge him more when he's doing it too. That's the thing. I think there's there's room for it to come from both sides. Um, you know, like more kind of encouragement and acknowledgement because you are doing it all for the first time together and it's challenging on mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is, yeah, just that pat on the back that you need right now. Yeah. You know, the one to say, okay, I understand like, you literally have figured out the whole schedule Mm. um or you know yeah fine I can like go out and I don't have to think about anything Mm -hmm. where if I personally go out I have to like lay out what's gonna happen for baby in the evening or you know set it up or you know you know which clothes where the clothes are and when to buy the cream and when (laughs) exactly like all those things exist those things haven't I haven't done that on my own Mm. you know exactly where all of that stuff exists and perhaps it's because I kind of you know shunted down his um confidence at the beginning Mm. that perhaps there isn't that feeling Mm. of that or and he he doesn't want to get it wrong because he knows the wrath of me will be pretty negative if you know things go kind of crazy which it wouldn't be because if I you know went out and had a good night and then got to sleep in the next day my wrath is not going to be that bad. <laughs> my wrath is going to be like flowers and butterflies. <laughs> like everything is going to be amazing um, if I got sleep. But I don't know. It's a it's a really, really, really challenging thing. Yeah. I've, 
I was definitely not prepared for that. I think no. that's been one of the eye-opening things. Yeah, and it completely rocked me because I thought we were that was secure. It. And I know people say, oh, it's like very natural, it's very normal, but I never thought I would ever be at the point where I didn't want to be with him. Well, I said to one of my friends, actually, I was like, I understand why men sway at this point because, you know, there's quite a common, I don't know what the percentage is and I'm not going to about to make it up, but there is quite a common theme of men swaying at that really pivotal time in the relationship. But then I look back at myself and I'm like, if my husband had to have have an affair at any point in our relationship, that probably would have been the time to do it because I was not, I didn't care. Like I did not like him. Like I was not in a position to want him around. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was mean to him. Yeah. I'm and I'm very regretful of how mean I was. I'm, and it wasn't intentional. I wasn't like, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to be mean today. I just, mm. I wasn't right. I mm. wasn't, I wasn't nasty. Like I wasn't saying things to like belittle him or make him feel bad, but I just was snappy. I was like not a nice person to be around, mm. but only to him. I was so mean to him and I was so ignorant of him. Um, and I was not a partner. I don't, I don't regret it because <laughs> I'm still a mean bitch. But <laughs> You know, and, and, and no, it's not nice, but I, I think we both understand that I just was not myself and I, I unfairly blamed him for it, but, yeah. you know, yeah, I couldn't help it. No. So, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I have no words. I don't even know how to finish this out. Because yeah. I so just, much that we could say. And yeah, I think there's we're so much. say the... more when we talk about kind of sex and sex in the relationship. Yeah. Um, but... It's and, and I think there is so much to say because it's ongoing. Yeah. And it is, it is. It's just like relearning who you are in the relationship as well with each other. Mm. And you're a team now or like you're meant to be. And you're not alone. No. You know, no. You're not a couple anymore. You're family. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, a, which is completely different. Yeah. Um, You got us all pensive. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. She's I feel a bit worse. speechless, <laughs> which is very weird She's for me. She's blushing because I'm am. giving her eyes again. Guys. It's true. It is very true. <laughs> Speaking of relationships, Maddie and I are no really. No, yes, we're not. we are. I mean, our husbands definitely think that we are. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thanks for, for coming back and listening. And honestly, again, yeah is all about kind of communicating and so if you want to talk about what your relationships are like with your friends and family or anyone in your mm, life at the moment that may feel rocky or different like just know you're not alone in that um and you can talk to us yeah, um, please do we're a sounding board for you yeah we look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you again next week see you soon bye, bye.